0: Welcome to Friday Vibes. No scripts, just chat. We talk all things food and beverage and so much more. Feel our vibe and search for Friday Vibes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure to give us a five-star review. Now your hosts, me, Alex Bear with Genius Juice and Wade Yeti. All right, all right. Welcome to episode forty-six of Friday Vibes. I just add the logo. There it is. Alex Bear, CEO and co-founder of Genius Juice. I'm literally doing everything on the fly, no script at all, as far as controlling all the music, the images. I think we need that vibe man to get really good at Streamyard, Wade.
1: Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I, you know, we we're gonna have to revisit that whole thing because I think. Maybe that's part of the duties is, is tag along on Fridays, right? But, but today's Thursday.
0: Exactly. Uh, no rules apply. The Friday Vibe rules do not apply on Thursday at all. With that, That's what makes this, this, this episode extra fun. Some laundry list items to go over. Number one, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. It's really simple. It's not a one. It's not a three. It's not a four. It's not a zero. It's only a five. That's it. Yeah. I mean, look at weights. <laughs> that
1: that's like incredible. magic. That's I've like, that's like it. magic, right?
0: That is magic. Yeah. Uh, you merged from yeah. two hands to one hand. That's
1: impressive. Yeah. And I have to shout out before we get too far into this, I get, I, I got this in my mail today. Uh, I don't know if I can zoom in close enough. Oh, yeah. To yeah. Rich insights. We is got. We is, got that too. So, so we talk yeah. about, uh, you know, I talk about uh, swag, right? Like, this is a 10 trees hat, which is phenomenal. I'm gonna leave it off so everybody can see that it's really me. And I don't want them to be fooled that it's not me. And check this out. And then if you turn it, oh yeah, wow, look at this. Wait for it. That's a Yeti. I Yeti, mean that's Yeti. a Yeti that's, Yeti. that's that's legit. So Rich and he sent me a nice little note. Thank you, Rich, uh, from Rich Insights. Uh that's that's great. I I will legit. I'm not a huge hat person, but I will legit wear this hat. And I also have to shout out real quick. I don't know if I can get it close enough for this. Can you see that? Is that a hola- Holly, Scoops. Holly? Holly Scoops. Holly Scoops. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. Jenna, Grossbart, Jenna Grossbart. Jenna And I'll I'll send. Uh, I'll put the tag in in here. But uh, great stuff. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Jenna. Love it. Yeah. Love it. A I, I gotta, uh, not
0: to get too far into it because we do have a guest we're bringing on he's driving on the streets of canada right now so he's going to be mobile he's, he's going to be still in his car so he's not moving but it, he's he's mobile he's on his he's, phone right um, a big shout out to um avante press avante press they're going to be a sponsor for us they sent me a bunch of holiday cards they do high-end holiday cards you can't just find anywhere they're really cool I also got a wooden Dodgers pennant. What? Yes, I got a wooden. It's made out of wood. I don't. It's in my car down. I just picked it up today. It was sent to us by one of our sponsors as a thank you, just for doing what we do. Wooden pennants, like something you see on on a wall, but made out of custom wood with a Dodgers logo etched into it. It's Very pretty
1: cool. Very cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's random, but it's awesome. So. Let's get into our guest here because he has been patiently waiting. Uh, I don't have the YMCA theme music teed up, so I'm gonna have to use something else here. So we have, let me turn it up a little more. That's kind of the uh, the nighttime driving thing going on on his that's, side.
1: That's, that's great.
0: Hey, Carl's, co-founder of Midday Squares. I know, yo, uh, yo, yo,
1: can you hear me? You sound great.
0: Loud and clear, loud and clear. All right. So, why does you- Wade
2: look? Why does Wade? Why does Wade look better in in the real person than the graphic image? He looks way hotter. I can't <laughs> understand that. We all, you know, usually usually the graphics look better, but in person, Wade looks way hotter. It's the hottest well, thing.
1: I'm not. I'm not going to argue that one way or the other. But it's good to see you, buddy. And and before we get too it's far, compliment. Into this- And I feel like this could easily go off the rails, but before, before we get too far into this, uh, like honestly, buddy, from the bottom of my heart, congratulations. So happy for you. Uh, newly engaged Jake Carls couldn't be happier for you. I don't, I don't, uh, haven't had the pleasure yet of meeting your fiance, but if, if she got you to propose to her, I know she's off, off the charts, right? She's got to be another level. Awesome. So congratulations to both of you. Uh, Seriously,
0: yeah, I echo that. I, I echo that wholeheartedly as well. Um, I, I've not met her either. I've only seen her through social media and also LinkedIn. I was really touched by the how you proposed to her. Um, it's 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 on LinkedIn for those that haven't seen it. I don't want to ruin it on on how <laughs> on what happens, but it's it's amazing. It's done in a movie theater. Uh, there's bags of popcorn flying all over the place. Uh, she and you know any the best proposals jake are the ones where they're caught completely by surprise she was caught by surprise that's all i got to say about that like the way you did it how touching it was how you thought through it i mean you put a lot of planning into this it wasn't like it wasn't like you brought her to uh to the ocean and just proposed right like they, that's that's the cheap way out like you did it legit to propose to her so congratulations buddy
2: yeah well i pr- i appreciate both of you yeah it was a very special moment because um, four and a half years with, with her and four and a half years in, in this entrepreneurship journey as well. So she's been there in my lowest times and my, my best times in my life. And um, when I did it, it took a month of planning. But the good news is I have an entire media team that helped me out with that. So um, I was able to pull it off. And like I said, she's the opposite of someone that likes to be on social media, believe it or not. And um, she actually loved that. It's a memory for life to have, to be honest. And yeah, no, I appreciate both of you. You know, like I said, like, you guys are both good friends of mine i know, you know i know we, we don't hang out often because you know we all live in different zones of the of north america let's call it but um when i do get to see you and hang out with you guys in terms of chatting you know it, it feels like we we're, we see each other every day so um, i'm grateful to be here today and thanks thanks for the friday vibes always good vibes and uh, i'm excited to get into this, this little conversation tonight
0: yeah for sure yeah we love you brother and thanks again for being on your third time guest here for third time's a charm. And uh,
1: and also just
0: needless to say, man, I mean, finding your product locally at my Target, you know, I, I used to, you know, before Target, there was Sprouts. That's where I'd find your product before Sprouts. I would have to, uh, you know, beg your team to send me some over here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And which which you always did, you know, you obliged always. But now that it's an 1800 Target, it makes it a lot easier to find. So I'm, I'm seeing it in Target's all over the place here. Great price point. Um, the product, obviously, you know you made some changes to the formula for the better. So congrats on, I mean, since we last spoke, you were probably in about three to four hundred doors. Now you're in over two thousand. So congrats on just everything, man. So personally, professionally, love it.
2: And you know what I, I appreciate, you know, but we I think that you know there's a lot of good and there's also a lot of hardships that have gone in that last like three, four months since so I guess we had that conversation is yeah we we, we did obtain a lot more. Um, retailers and made some more sales and did all some good stuff and I got engaged blah 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 but I think um, there's also been you know some of the hardest moments um, of my life during those three four months where I've wanted to actually throw the towel and and my partners as well um, just just there was deep pain and, and sadness and loneliness at times in the last three to four months even though there was so much amazing um, and I always like to sh- I like to show the other side because. You know, you know, all these people say, oh, you're killing, you're killing. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we're having some success in certain things. But if you see the, you know, the the, the crying, to, the crying to sleep at night and all this stuff, like that's the real shit. That's the real stuff that I know all of us go through at some point in our lives. And, you know, for me, it's like it. it this last couple of let's this last quarter, we have done so much change that. It has gone zigzag like I've never seen, and just trying to ride that zigzag wave without being so emotionally involved, without being so attached has been extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have great partners and people in our in our lives that have helped us. Um, you know, like I said, we work with Wade um, you know at fresh market obviously and previously at, at jimbo's um and 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 you've been you've been a big supporter wade um throughout this these last couple of months you know you know we've gone through some turbulence and you know you've been a huge supporter and and, and always had an ear open for us and, 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 and you know you too alex you know you've, your texts that come in and you say you know just like it it, it, it means a lot you know I, like i said i don't see you guys all the time so like you know when when i do here it's like i feel that energy and um yeah so that there's that ups and downs, and I think it's important to have good people that you, A, work with and just are friends with as well.
1: Well, I think, I think uh, you know, it, it's it's the industry as a whole right now. I mean, Alex and Mark talked about it the other day from a founder standpoint. But, you know, looking at it from retail standpoint, um, you know, inflation is what it is. Uh, people are dealing with cost changes every day. Uh, supply chain has been an issue the entire year. Um, you know, there's just there, there's a there's increased pressure. Across the board, when you look at it, uh, obviously inflation isn't hurting sales from a you know dollar standpoint. Inflation, you know, can can artificially inflate sales, but what happens is obviously wallets are constricting. People don't have as much money to spend, so then you start seeing units and 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 cases and tonnage down, right? And so it's it's been a it's been an interesting year. I, I think we've all in this industry the last. Call it three years. Have have ridden the wave, right? And it's you know we we've kind of you know it, it was very very good, and now it's getting really really choppy, right? And 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 the water's getting really rough. And I think uh, collectively we just need to think about that. And and you know I like I said, Alex Alex did did a long piece on it with Mark. Um, dollars are more important than ever now, right? What you you need to be you need to make money. Um, and you need to, you need to go where the, the grass is green and, and, you know, now's not the time to try and get into, let's call it 7,000 doors, right? You have to focus on where, where your bread's buttered and where you are actually turning product, making money and, and it's profitable. It, it you, you, can't, now's not the time to spend money to try and grow sales In a non-profitable manner now's the time to really really buckle down and take care of the accounts that are taking care of you and where you're turning product you know you're not spending money that you don't have it's just there's so many pieces right now and i think um the the quicker that that brands founders uh everyone realizes that the the better off we'll all be because it's just it's really treacherous out there right now alex would you agree
0: yeah, I mean, I think it's a really powerful thing where you know we have a someone who comes on that they're seeing success, right? Uh, commercially um, in stores, great velocity, you know, new flavor drops, a lot of excitement around that. But there's that there's that side to it, the public eye side, and what people are seeing on LinkedIn and through social media. What I love about Jake and also you know co-founders, you know, and family, you know, Nick, Les is they keep it real. They're talking about, this is fucking hard. I mean, this is, even with success, even with some investment that comes in, it's still really hard, it's still really stressful. Few survive this business. I mean, it's one out of 800 you usually have any kind of an exit that's successful. Uh, Those are the statistics. It's uh, 99 out of 100 fail their first year and that second year, whoever succeeds only about three to four out of a hundred actually make it all the way. So it's very, very, it's, it's, it's not a lottery, but it's definitely very low chances. So I love how, you know, Jake is here. He's talking about it. What, what's actually happening behind closed doors. You show some of that in your social media, but there's, I'm sure there's a hell of a lot more than what you're, what you're showing in your social media of all the difficulties. So, you know, what Mark and I talked about this week, Uh, the rough road, the long, rough road of CPG, it is real. And just know that you're not alone. There's people that are doing 10 million plus in sales that are still struggling, you know, and so uh, hopefully that makes people feel a little better that everyone is going through this. Um, So Jake, With everything going on, right, your team is handling all this and you're really working. Are are you going to be embracing these ideologies with midday squares, which is, you know, let's slow it down a little bit. Let's focus on where we're at. Let's not try to go into a ton of new retailers in the U.S. I mean, what's your what is your plan based on the environment right now?
2: So I love it. I love it. So it is treacherous times. We're
1: I was at I think I lost him. We lost him. He's back. You're muted, Jake. You're muted. He's talking. He's he's muted.
0: Yeah, we can't hear you right now.
2: One second. Am I there?
1: There
2: you go. There you go. Sorry, sorry Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I pressed some stupid button by mistake. But um, okay, so this is what I think. We're in wartime right now, all of us. Anyone in this in the world, more or less, is in a wartime type of you know, economy and stuff like that. So, you know for us our team is fully dedicated to humans and entities that want to play ball with us and what i mean by that is you know i think you said it before uh, wade when you were talking but you know you know engage with the folks that want to engage with you and give it your all you can't focus on spreading wide and just spraying it right like maybe that would have worked in the past but right now you know we're a loud company you know we're loud on social media we're loud in person and it's a bit polarizing not controversial but it's polarizing you know and i think that that has had some amazing effects on building certain relationships that are very deep with some retailers and then there's some relationships that we can't even get in touch with our partners and you know it's not like we're trying to sell into them you know we're already into these accounts but they just don't answer anything they don't answer they don't they don't even engage they don't care even if things are going completely wrong which are very solution driven that we would fix ourselves so today alex we're focused on giving all of our attention to partners who are going to bat for us and our allies of ours and we're willing to spend and invest even in these hard moments into those partnerships to grow because we know at the end of the day chocolate is still an indulgence chocolate is an indulgence so in hard times of your life you want indulging you want to indulge on things And given that we're a better for you product, it's actually more in your brain to want to indulge even during these hard times on these types of products. So for us, we're now just focusing solely on people that we have good friendships with, you know, people that we've made friends first with and then do business with because those people are literally willing to go to war with us and stand by our side. But there are there are a select group that are not willing to in the United States and in Canada. And it makes it very difficult. So we decided to just say, screw it, let go of those 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 resources there and invest into those who are willing to play. And we've actually seen a difference since this current crisis has come into that effect. So that is currently how midday squares is playing. Is give them give the resources, time and energy to people that love us and care. And let's let's continue to grow with them and let the other stuff just maintain. Kind
0: of a, a hardball question for you because this is the same questions that we get, I get at Genius Juice, where our smoothies are five to six dollars, you know, a bottle, right? I mean, compare that to a naked juice, and odwala, even a koya, you know, that are $3.99 or even a harmless harvest, they're at three ninety nine, dollars $349, $299. So one thing I noticed is that when you sized it up, right, to that one square versus the two squares, the price went from like $369 down to like $249. But Um, it's at a, it's at a high price per ounce, right? Like it's, it's a, it's, it's considered to some a luxury item versus a necessity item. And that's what we're struggling with. That's what other brands are struggling with. How do you plan to navigate? Are you concerned that as we keep going into this environment, that people are going to say, you know what, if I'm going to target and I have $20 to spend, I'm going to buy, you know, a five pack of, I'm just making this up, a five pack of Hershey's. Versus a one pack of midday squares, because that's what I can afford. So, like, how are you planning to combat that where some see MDS or Genius Juice or other items I want as a luxury item and not a necessity?
2: So, great question. So, when we did our initial change and raise prices um, in June 2022, we, we were very naive. And, you know, our customers, the majority actually wanted the change to go from two square to one square. Um, but we realized that our business wouldn't exist if we didn't change it with the price increase and all that stuff. So we actually had no choice but to change it. And we didn't realize how big of a deal UPC code changes um, and how much it affects the, the data. It, it becomes a new item. You know, there's a lot of issues. And then on top of that, our barcodes didn't work in stores um, after that. So we had this whole thing where we almost bankrupted the company. But the thesis we made was the consumer would buy more than $1.5 of of one and one square rather than just buying a two square item right and it took six months alex six months till this day to then finally see that the data is finally starting to skew to the to the thesis we made we thought it would take two months three months but it took six months to get the consumer used to now grabbing two at a time at the stores rather than one because the 249 compared to the 379 or 369 to 399 it's 27% price increase, right? So they were rattled at first, but then when you get them back into the habits, they forget about the price increases and all that stuff, and they focus on where is their function in life. And because we are an indulgence, also functional, we're playing two games. We're playing on the necessity of having as a midday snack to get your energy and you're keeping you full so you don't eat other foods, but also as a moment that you can enjoy during your day. So when you say that, are we worried about the $20, you know, yes, I could say that, but at the end of the day, we haven't seen that fluctuation happen from the current environment. We saw that fluctuation happen from consumers being shocked by the change from the two to one square and the price increase. But over time, that data start to skew back upwards. And I think that that's, that's where we're really focused is, is getting that thesis to be 100% true. And if it's not, then then we don't have the same business that we thought we did, you know? Um, But, you know, I also would say to any brand out there listening here is like, you know, you've been through hard times. You got through COVID. Um, You've got through moments of of, of tremendous hardship. Starting a business alone is crazy hard and resilience is necessary to win. You're going to get through this time too. Just don't be emotional. You got to be rational. And like Wade was saying before, invest in what matters, invest in the things that are going to make a difference and make the needle move rather than investing everywhere and testing and trying different things that you could have had that luxury of doing before. You know, you're, you're right, Alex, the pockets are less. Inflation is an invisible tax on, on consumers and it does hurt the pockets. So you're right, premium products likely will get hurt. But if you position your, your your brand, not necessarily as only a premium, then you play the game of the mainstream consumer. And that's what Midday Square is trying to do is we don't want to just be a premium consumer product we want to be a product that's available for every single person to indulge and still get clean ingredients and and that happens through the messaging and that also happens through um you know the type of distribution you have
1: so so jake uh you know i always like to look at it from a retail perspective and 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 from my background and what i do and knowing what you've done so so that was june right that you made this big change so you know, we've got founders on here. We've got we've got everybody, and people will listen to it later. So, what did you learn from this package change? You know, it, as far as what what was the biggest hurdle that you've dealt with or still dealing with with regards to you know, I know I know what it takes to change the UPC at you know, like like looking where I'm at, right, and 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 in everything that's involved with it. So, what what was and you don't have to name names as far as accounts, but, but what was there? Was there a hiccup? Was there a, a significant pothole in the road that was like, man, if I had to do this again, here's what I would do. Um, or here's what I would avoid. What, what was there
2: anything like that as far as the package change goes? Yeah. I wouldn't do it again. Um, in the sense of, unless you have unlimited amounts of capital. So what I've learned through this process and what we've learned at Midday Squares is when you do a UPC code change, um, what ends up happening is is your data is completely gone. So let's say you were selling 100 units a week per store. Let's just say that was the number. The retailer and the distributor, so your first or your distributor who buys from you and then ships it to the retailer, they treat it like a brand new item as if it just launched brand new. So they don't consider the velocities or the amount from before. So when we originally launched, we were hype. We're like, order, 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 because you got to stock the product because it's going to be crazier velocities. That was our thesis, right? But we went from doing $1.6 million months at the time to dropping to about 500K. Um, And that's a huge drop. And then on top of that, when you make these big changes, unfortunately in a package that's in the smaller size, we put a barcode. That was quite small, the one, the barcode that scans at retailers, and 95% of our retailers were unable to scan it. So what would happen is, is they would have to type it in every single time they went to the cash, or if it was self-checkout, the consumer would have to do that. And then on top of that, the the retailer started saying, you know what, I'm just going to sell it as a grocery item or a dairy item or a produce item, wherever it was, and it wouldn't register as a midday square. So the, stocks, the stock and inventory was always off, so no one was reordering even though they didn't have the stock. And when you don't have merchandisers on the ground everywhere, you have no visibility. So we ended up losing, I believe an opportunity cost from these two, these two changes, the barcode being too small, number one, which could have been easily avoided for $20. And then the UPC code change, which was not avoidable at the time because of the way our business was, was that we all, we, I think we lost an opportunity cost of 1.5 to $1.7 million over six months. And that almost bankrupted the company. So when you say before, how was how have I been? There's moments where I'm just like, let's just throw the towel in. Because we might have made the biggest problem mistake ever. And then we had pressure from investors. We would pressure from everything. Um, and, you know, I think that if you're going to do it as a, as, a, as a brand, is give yourself 6 to 12 months of cash flow to deal with the amount of... Change that will happen till it gets back to what you believe it will get back to it doesn't happen with the snap of a finger The ordering takes time The management of inventory takes time. The retailers don't always take it right away So it's like you need to prepare yourself. You could be the hottest brand in the game But if you aren't giving yourself 6 to 12 months, I believe you're gonna potentially damage your entire company maybe even bankrupt it. and that's why when we went to our first trade show in Canada after this change and we were like coming in guns blazing, fired up, all of our distributors and retailers, when we finally got to see them in person. They're like, you guys are crazy. How did you even pull that off? They're like, that's a wacky thing to do. Only the large corporations do that because they can handle the damage or the time amount of spend and money and resources that have to go into fixing, solving, trying and doing all these things. And then now it's clicked to us that we tell every brand is just be very careful about UPC code changes or be very prepared for a long, a long journey ahead.
0: Yeah. And I, I want to, you know, I, I think uh, genius is probably the king of UPC changes from the past. Uh, we haven't done a UPC change for three years because I, it's like it's like traumatic. It's traumatic. <laughs> it's it damages the company. It damages the reputation. My entire Salesforce is not focusing on growth, right? We're focusing on just damage control and fixing things. Um, so that's one note is I've been through so many UPC changes with flavor changes over the year and packaging changes going from when, when genius first started, we were at 16 ounce and eight ounce. And we had seven, we had 14 SKUs, like talk about making mistakes, new brand, Southern California, 14 SKUs, seven in the big size, seven in the small size. We went from 14 down to two within five months. So that's also like a nightmare, right? Dealing with retailers or we're discontinuing all these SKUs, you know, plus we did a UPC change. So we did, we discontinued. We went from 16 to 12 and we went from 12 to 10, 12 ounce and then 10 ounce. So anyway, we're like, the, I'm like the king of going through all this shit. And it also reverberates. I mean, Jake, I think you said this, but it reverberates through not only retailers, but also distributors, salespeople, everyone down the line. And, you know, Unify, KEHI, they take 120 days sometimes to put in these new UPC changes. Plus, you get charged for that, right? I mean, at least we did, where when they put a new UPC in, item code, brand new item code per DC, Unify DC, you're paying anywhere from $100 to like $400 per item, per item. Um, and then you have to go on an ad contract and all that. So I want to to get into Target a little more, right? Because with Target, um, when we launched there, and again, nothing's really off limits on the show. Again, I, I think Target's a great retailer. I shop there all the time. I buy midday squares there all the time. I buy kombucha all the time. I buy Olipop there all the time. But their merchandising, I just got to put them on blast on here, right here, right now.
1: Maybe you should tag them, Alex. Maybe you I'll- should tag them and get them on here, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they're aware of it. I know they're aware of it because I talked to the buyer there. You know, I, I presented in the past and I told the buyer, I'm like, I just got to say this. You know, I, I'm not I, I don't want to I, I can't be nice about this. Like your merchandising is borderline terrible, borderline terrible. And that's putting it nicely. Items are, and this is, I'm talking refrigeration, by the way, refrigerated goods, refrigerated food, beverages, high turning velocity items. They are half out or more in all the stores that I've ever been to. When I go in, not only Midday Squares, Olipop, Vive, Salty, you know, So Good, So You, half their SKUs are out. And when I, every Target, Jake, that I've been to, I've never seen all three SKUs on the shelf. I've been to 10 different targets. I see almond crunch and fudge or fudge and peanut butter. I never see all three. And so, and that's not an issue with midday squares. That's not a supply chain issue. That's a merchandising issue. And I remember when Genius launched in Target, I went to the stores, right? And I put the badge on, you know, so I could go to the back and get the items from the back. I would find our product in the back and there was nothing on the shelf. So Needless to say, I'm not here to bag on target because they have a lot of great qualities, right? They're a great retailer. They're growing. They're doing awesome in the holiday season. But I think this is a fundamental issue, Jake, in general across many items in that high turning set where they're just not merchandising. They're not stocking these shelves enough and they're losing all this money. And then the brands are also suffering because the velocities go down when the item is not on the shelf. So, from what i remember when when we were in target we're no longer in target i've been very public about this we hired a merchandising service and it was $7,000 a month to go to 500 stores once a month i'm just like fuck that like that 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 is not where it's, that's not going to get the job done once a month so when you can't go to all these stores cuz you're in so many in target like, what is the solution there? Is there no solution? Do you just kind of bear well, it and take it? I,
2: I think, I, I think, yeah, it's it's difficult. And you know, for us, we've had a good, really, a very good relationship with Target. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's from the beginning. You know, they, I, I kind of feel like it's like I have with Wade is, is a friendship and uh, like a really good friendship, and where I don't need to just talk about business, and it could be actually just friendship and hanging out and having a good time. And you know, the Target team has been like that for midday Squares. They've they've really believed in us. Um, so we, we really enjoy working with them and our broker, you know, which I find really unique actually does a lot for us. and um, their name is Moscow Group. Um, and I want to shout them out because they've helped us a lot um, navigate through these through, through the hard times of merchandising and stuff like that. But you're right, you do need merchandisers in these larger chains because the out of stocks could get out of hand, right? And I think that you know, we're working on that. We're working with also demand planning with the teams at Target to understand exactly the flow that we need, because we're a fresh product. And, you know, you got to be aware, right? Sometimes it's in the back and it stays there for a little bit. Um, you know, how are we engaging that? How are we monitoring that? And, you know, I think with 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 these larger retailers, you need to have merchandisers. You need people in the stores. You know, you look at the model of Pepsi and, and Red Bull and, and, and all these companies. They have people in the stores all the time. Obviously, they're way larger. I um, mean, they did it over yeah. time. But I think that, yeah, it's, it's money and it's money. And, and you're right. It's a very expensive game. But when it's rocking, it's rocking, right? And and I always believe, like I said, give time and energy and resources to the people that believe in you. And you know, like I said, with with Wade at the beginning, Wade believes in midday squares, and as this target, and and we're gonna give them, you know, work with them to build whatever we need to support on both sides. Because you're right, they it's not perfect. Um, we're out of stock, you know, a lot. Um, but but we are working on it. And we're seeing it slowly come down, the out of stock. So, you know, I think that that's, it's a collaborative effort. In, and I think that some brands have a hard time with it. Some, some, some are a little easier. Um, but like I said, partner with the people and give the people that care about you the attention and love because it will make the difference in the long game. And I'm not in this for the short game. Either is my partners and I'm Alex, I don't know if you are. I don't think you are because you're so passionate about what you do and it's amazing. And wait, I definitely know you're not in for the short term because I know you well. We've had deep conversations. So when you're in for the long term, it's like, okay, what can we do to sustain forever, not just have to be like a pump and dump or, or something that's that's in and out, spike and then back all the way back down and that zigzag is dangerous. It's where do we find the flow, right? Um, and yeah, so I, I don't know if that really answered your question, but I could tell you that We are investing in it to make sure that we can avoid or keep it at a lower rate as much as possible. So,
1: so, so I would, I would, what I would touch on again, from my side, there's, there's so many things. Number one, I go back to the times we're in and, you know, Google it. You'll see job fairs, any retailer across the country, they're struggling to keep help. Right. And I'm not I'm not making excuses from a retail perspective. I'm just giving you the reality of what's going on. Right. So, you know, they're they're having trouble keeping the bodies in the store to put product on the shelf. So to Alex's point, the the, the product might be in the store. It might be in the cooler. It's just not on the shelf because they don't have the bodies to put it on the shelf. And, you know, it's 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 it's, it's legit. It's real. And it's 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 a problem that hasn't been solved yet. Um, you've got the inflation piece, you've got the wage increase piece, you've got, uh, the lack of bodies piece, you've got so many different things working against you and larger companies target, uh, y- you want to name, name anybody else. A lot of them are on computer assisted ordering, whether you call it CGO computer generated, computer assisted, um, where that computer spitting that out. And so you've got issues with data you know, there's new data. If it's a new product, it's not ordering enough. If it's a UPC change, there's no matchup. There's a lot of things going on there. So um, the human element needs to be involved and and needs to touch everything. Uh, But following up on something Jake said too, and I've said this from day one, no one's going to sell your product like you do. No one. No one's going to sell your product like you do. No one's gonna stock your product like you do. So yeah, if you have the luxury, like you talk about the Pepsi's, the Cokes, the DSD network, um, those people that that have their own fleet out there, they're gonna be free to lay is is a model example of DSD as far as taking care of products. So um that's that's the the goal long term is to be able to do something like that, but short term you're relying on the store people and you're relying on your broker or your merchandising vehicle, whatever it is. And there's a lot of them out there. And um, I, I, I always fall back on two that you have to hold those people accountable. If you're paying a broker or if you're paying a merchandising vehicle and I'm not naming names, but what, what metrics are you getting back from them to see that they're doing what they say they will do? Are you getting pictures of an in-stock condition on the shelf every day? Are you getting you know an update weekly on what they what that individual has done and I, I push that more on the merchandising side than the broker side um but it goes both ways you know what did your broker do for you this week you wrote them a check for five, 10 grand this month what did they do for you this week and if it's a merchandising arm of the broker what did they do for you this week how many stores did they visit what did they do Did they fill any voids what what are they doing and if you're if you don't have someone in your team responsible for that spot checking and and just following up in that accountability, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're spending money and you don't know what you're getting back. I, I think one thing that a lot of brands, I, eat, I agree. Yeah, definitely
0: Wade. And you know, one thing I think a lot of brands are not aware of that they need to be aware of is there's things that you just have to spend money on, which it sucks that you do sometimes, but you have to because of the nature it's, it's, it comes back to the nature of the business, right? You know, Wade was talking about whether it's Target, whether it's Publix, whether it's Kroger, Albertsons, any of these guys, a lot of these are, these um, um, stores are short-staffed. They don't have enough bodies in the store to take care of the shelves. Velocity is going up. People are buying more items in general. We're getting into holiday season. People are buying even more now. There's more demand. There's more foot traffic. You know, the pandemic is it's, it's kind of going up and down, but it's been down for a while. So many more bodies are in the store and people are getting over it mentally. They're going to the store. They're not scared to go out. So yeah. but in this business, you have to just get people in the store right from midday squares to genius juice to whoever, because think about the set. I like to put myself in, in their shoes a manager, right? Let's say a market manager at Target, a dairy manager at Whole Foods, a yogurt manager at Sprouts. They're managing hundreds of items, you know, and they're not getting paid any more money if they're managing 100 items or 150 items. It's not like they're getting paid more. They just have to take the work, take it on the chin. New items came in. I'm not getting a bonus. Just I got to I got to take care of that product because of how many items they're managing and how they're not getting paid more to manage more items. Most of the time, right. If there's no new, new items that come in um, it makes it really hard to have the store take care of you. It's just really hard. And we found like I mer- I went to so many stores when we launched in Publix, Target, you know, Albertsons, I, I, I did a road trip, right. You probably remember on LinkedIn, I did a road trip and these managers are trained to take care of the highest velocity items first, because those are out first. And then after they take care of the high velocity items, they go to the medium and then they go to, to the low. So the ones that are not high velocity items, they just don't take care of those as much because they're so busy taking care of the high velocity items. So that, that unfortunately affects out of stock issues and you have to get someone in there to do it. So it's just long story short, cause I'm blabbing here, it's just so cost intensive mm-hmm. to launch a new store. It's just so cost intensive. to hire people. Go ahead. Nick. It's
2: it's hard. It's hard, and I agree, boys. Boys, I, it's so hard. I, I agree. And but but you stay in the pocket, you, Alex. You stay in the pocket for so long. So like you just keep going. I I do have to go in two minutes because I have I have an appointment that I need to go to. That's why I'm in the car still. Um, sure. But we're giving away two cookie dough boxes, right? You're you're gonna do that gonna do that after. We wanna give away. And um but I just think that anyone that's going through this hard time if I could give a little thing is 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 retail is tough. Retail is the hardest game in the world to win at. And the reason being is not because not because of people like Wade. Wade's actually the reason why it's changing and becoming better. Um but because there's there's heavy-duty infrastructure that you need to win, like the merchandisers, like working with your distributors to have a very good relationship so that they could have the demand properly sent into the stores and your, your product actually get on the shelf. Um, but I would say that I do, I, I do want to shout out the people that are on the store-level floor that do work extremely hard and, and do help brands out. If you have that human connection with them or that personal touch, they take care of you. Today, I was in three of our stores here in Montreal, and... I was with the managers at each store, and, and they take care because they appreciate when you come in you want to offer some help, you want to help out a little bit, they look after your product. Even if you're not the highest velocity item, they care because you're a human and you're showing human nature tendencies that we all care about. And if you do that genuinely, you'll win. It's just you need to figure out how that scales. And that's why I say don't take on 50,000 stores if you can't support that. Obviously, sometimes you need the the, the amount of doors for your scale of your production, but focus on where you can give that love or how you can do it creatively with the people at the store level or with the people that you work with um, in the demand planning or at the distribution level, make them feel something. And I promise you they'll have your back. Um, and, and that's the, that's what we've learned over the last four and a half years.
0: Exactly. I mean, I, I know you have to go very soon, but um, that's something that's so key is that if you can't, go to 20,000 doors or 10,000 doors, go to the 500 doors and, ha- and walk into each and one of the, each and every one of those doors, form the relationship, they will take care of you. That's how genius has become bigger in SoCal as we just dug deep in SoCal. We're not trying to dig deep in Seattle right now, you know, because most of our business is here. And so I agree with you, man, where the human quality is kind of left out a lot in our business where you just expect people to stock it as machines. People are not machines. People need to feel appreciated for how hard they are working. And I mean, I used to work at a bread shop for a year. Just that was hard. And that was just bread. That was just like 30 types of bread that would show up early, 5 a.m., bake the bread, stock the bread, take orders, people complaining about outages. It's, it's fucking hard to do what these people are doing. So you're definitely right. You want to show that appreciation and love to them, right? And they'll take care of you. Um, you have to go. We're going to give away your boxes. We're have the. we we're, we're sponsored by Midday Squares this week. Jake, before you go, because uh, I know you're out of time, do you want to give a – a? Um, is there one winner or two winners? Two winners. Okay, one box of cookie dough for each winner, one caddy, yes. one case, I should 12 say. Pack. One 12-pack, 12 12 yeah. So do you want to come up with the first question and then you can hop off and then we'll come up with the second. This is a quest, something that we talked about in this episode and whoever can answer it will win that 12 pack. Something kind of cryptic,
2: hard, that's, that's not easy to answer. Okay. Um, a hundred percent. So, um, what, Oh, it's actually hard, uh, <laughs> Wow. Well, I would say this is more funny than hard. But, um, what, what, does Wade look better on camera <laughs> or on in the graphic? And don't you won't offend him. Either answer is great. There's um, no. But uh, does he look better in the graphic? But well, what's the right or the, answer or though? the video? What's
1: the right answer though? That's the problem. You're gonna have to pick, Jake. You're gonna have to pick the winner. I would say you
0: know it's a trick question. It's neat. I should win it. It's neither. He looks better in person.
2: <laughs> yes, I agree. That is the answer. No, but right. we we, got, we asked a different question. We we asked a different question. We we'll ask lots we'll of different questions. So, um, wh- why does it? What is so difficult about supporting a retailer that is very large from a standpoint of supply chain? That could be a very difficult answer. So, like, what what are what are some of the ways that you can? you can work with a large retailer with their out of stocks. How about that? What's some ways that brands can work with, um, a retailer that has out of stock problems.
0: Okay. What do they invest in? What do they invest in? So that is the question. Uh, we talked about it kind of at the tail end of the, of, of this interview. This is uh, we're sponsored by Midday Squares this week. You'll get a free 12 pack of their newest flavor, the cookie dough which i am eternally jealous of mike fata because he had like he, he was surrounded by them he did he did a photo today where he had all the cookie dough around him it was a, it was a good photo it's so awesome you got him on your team he's such a fucking he, legend he, he's
2: a gem he's a gem that guy he's, he, just, he's a hustler all right so
0: a bunch of quite a bunch of answers jake you you pick whatever you think is the answer
2: because so Patrick said it right, but it's but what is the third party help? What is the specific help? The specific service.
0: Kirk Vaisala said, let's fucking do. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, c- I can only see merchandisers, Gavin Conkle, That Thank legend got it. He got oh, it God. right. Oh
1: man. But he
2: knows, he knows he, that's, that's that's that he knows the answer because he was on the other side. You yeah. know?
0: He's on both sides, and he and then Blackbird just launched in Target as well. So like, they're they're well aware of what they need I, to do. Yeah,
2: G- Gavin's a good guy. Gavin's a good human. I love answer. him too. He's part of that. Oh okay. wow! Actually, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, Gavin. Uh, Lexi, <laughs> Lexi Goltaras Goldfarb is the winner. Gavin, I, I love you, but that, that's a more specific answer
1: boom lexi yeah, gavin's had plenty of wins on the show already That's he's right. one of lexi, lexi uh friday vibes 100 at gmail.com
0: yep to, we will to get uh, we'll connect you with jake we'll get you the items uh you're shipping to the u.s jake which is good so boom we'll yes get it
2: we're back we're shipping again yeah love it all right buddy okay, we'll, well, we'll, guys we'll i love you. you all do the second question and, and, Wade, my answer to you originally was, you always look great. So there's no <laughs> there's no right answer, my friend.
1: Well, especially in my... Hey, uh, uh, okay, guys, I love you very much. City. See you, brother. We love you. you.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I love you guys very much. Take
0: care.
1: out, buddy.
2: All right. So Good. let's
1: get... Are we going second. to second question? Is that what we're doing? Are we... Uh... Uh,
0: I'd say we'll do a second question, but I selfishly want to win the second one and have no question. I'll just tell Jake that I won, but um, <laughs> he's not around to see what I'm what, what kind of shit I'm going to pull here to win that prize. I haven't I have not tried the cookie dough one. Uh, I'm a big fan of their almond crunch, so I imagine I'll love their cookie dough. So let's uh, second question. Uh, wait, if you have it in the pocket, as Jake says, you can say it. If you do not Ooh, have it.
2: I, you know, I,
1: you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of tempted to see if anybody's been watching the entire show. So um, I, I was wearing this hat at the beginning of the show and it's from a specific design. It's a brand. I'm wondering if anyone knows what I'm not going to put it too close because the brand is right here uh, over here, right there. Does anyone know what the brand of this hat? I, I mentioned it when I was wearing it at the beginning of the show. And that was courtesy, again, of uh, Rich Rich from Rich Insights.
0: Look at Gavin. Gavin just Lemon water for half just, a yeah, case you just know.
1: Megan. Yeah.
0: Just, just the background story is that Gavin won when Yanni Huffnagel Lemon Perfect, was on our show. He won, like, six cases of Lemon Perfect or 10. Oh, look,
1: look at that. Look at that. We're Oh, I'm trying to get it up there. Me too. We were both trying. There it is. She, she got it. So Lexi, what I'm gonna say is, technically you've won both, but there's a lot of other people here. So do you want both, or do you want to gift one back to somebody? You're welcome to gift it to a uh, to a co-host. <laughs> I I almost ordered some today. I was I was looking at and and I got preoccupied. I, I didn't order it, but I'm I'm tempted to order. But I we I didn't get to touch on when they're hitting retail, like actually hitting retail, cause they're online now and it's, it's, it's classified as a pre-order, but there's no word as far as when we're going to see them out everywhere. So.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm like, how the hell do I get this? I can only pull a personal favor at this point, you know? Right.
1: Ooh. Kirk so, was the yeah. second answer. All right. She's gifting back. Lexi, Lexi's awesome. She's gifting back. So let's it's, it's Kirk. He's the second person that, He's the second person. You got him. Yeah, I think Kirk should get it. Absolutely.
0: And I'm within I'm within driving distance from Kirk. So I could always, you know, grab part of that case. I was just going to
1: say, Kirk, count count the bars. Um, If Alex brings them to you, count them to make sure you have the 12, because I'm feeling you might have 10 or nine or maybe even six. I might be the I might be the neighborhood, uh, you know,
0: genius uh, porch pirate, you know. So you might see someone at night coming up to your door, uh, taking something. So, uh, all right. So Kirk, congratulations. You won it. And, uh, man, I, I, I missed the podcast that Kirk and Jeremy did the jerks podcast. Yeah. You know, I was listening to that every single week. I thought it was a good, just like us, you know, good chemistry, entertaining, fun. Hopefully you guys, are you guys going to bring that back at some point? Please bring it back. You know, we love it. Kirk said, "Lexi, make Alex buy it back." I copied Lexus. That's funny. All right. Um, so, what else? What else? What else? Uh, we're getting we're getting to the end of our episode here. We have another five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to emphasize, you know, something that Jake said that, <clears throat> you know, this is really uncertain times, very tough times. I, I said it on on Mark's podcast on on the uh, on the show that with Mark that we did earlier this week. To two goals as a company next year, either be profitable and uh, be profitable or build revenue so fast that it's easier to raise capital or both. If your revenue is not skyrocketing, be profitable. I mean, that's it. Like go through your expenses, figure out how do I be profitable this year? How do I raise margins? How do I negotiate with suppliers? How do I negotiate with our 3 PL? This is the time for you to dial for dollars. And you know, Ari, I don't know if you saw Ari's post earlier today where he was just talking about, here's what you need to do as a brand to survive and get through and make sure you're still around and you don't run out of money. Negotiate, negotiate, negotiate. So I think we have more power than we think as a brand. I I wanna just say that, right? Like, you know, when you're pitching to retailers, you can't just fold like a cheap suit and say, yes, I'm going to do everything that you want us to do and put out all this money. Right. I'm not saying every retailer does that, but some retailers do that. They make you pay high slotting fees. They make you pay marketing fees. Um, you know, demos, things like that. If you know that you're not, if you can't afford to be in that retailer because of how much money you have to spend to be there, there's a power in saying no there's a big power in saying no. So just, just be very judicial and vigilant about where you go, you know? And I think, you know, there in the past, it was sacrificing everything for growth. That was what we did in the past that is now changing to let's just be profitable. Let's be uh, sustainable. So, you know, say no when you need to say no is, is my, is my
1: advice. That That's it. That's it. Definitely. Definitely. That's, that's good stuff. Powerful stuff. So Alex, uh, he's got a new he's got a new podcast you're supposed to check out. I do. Well, I had it up there. I had it up there uh, right here.
0: Oh, he does. Okay, so you check out Kirk and Kurtz and be our guest on there, too. So Kurtz, who's the Kurtz? Not sure who that is. So Kirk and Kurtz, make sure to check it out. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're all community here. We're all supporting each other. You know and we just that's what it's all about you know do we have uh, alex do we are
1: we showing anything we love this week
0: we definitely can let's uh we should.
1: all right so
0: turn on the music here um i have a couple items here that i will show i was mentioning this earlier i have polypop which goes without saying they're ruling the world right now they're one of the brands two brands that's doing extremely well right now in our space. Um, they raised money and they're growing. That's the, the cola. And then uh, the other one I've shown this a million times is the Trilogy Synergy. Um, GT Dave, GT Dave, who created this brand, did not raise a single dollar with GT Kombucha. He got a $10,000 loan. He built it out for nothing. took him 10 to 15 years just to, you know, break, you know, $5 million in revenue, just to get any kind of significant revenue. And now he's a billionaire. You know, so there's a lot of these overnight stories after 20 years, and he's been in the game for 25 years. Um, You know, wait, I I don't know if that model, that model is so hard to do now, you know, to, to be in the business for 15 to 20 years with the same brand, the same product, and know that you may not be able to flip and sell it in five years. Right. It's it's a new game. A um, GT, you know, other thing I'll say, and I'm not going to get too off, off topic, just make sure you go into something you can see yourself doing for 10 years or more, because it could take 10 years.
1: Definitely. Right? Definitely. All right. So I'm, I'm doing, again, I'm doing, uh, well... Rich insights because I I this is my new work water bottle. This is it. Rich, thank you. Um, but no, product wise, I've got one. Well, I've got two, but they're the same. And uh because my package was a little bit late, but they're here. Pina colada and apple pie. Yep, there it is. Open a colt. There it is. Shows you how you
0: know Ari's a stand-up guy. I mean, he reached out to us. Uh he preemptively reached out to us saying, Do you guys want it? You know. Um right. we, know, we know coconut cold is, you know, they're looking to scale, they're having some production challenges. We, you know, they're not being able to pump it up, pump them out fast enough. So it's good that is really uh taking care of uh people in his network and sending out
1: yogurt to people yep. he loves. Definitely. Definitely. That apple pie, I, I'm I, I, you know, I, I've been killing this. Uh, this is the latest collab they did with uh, Kale Junkie and uh, yeah, I've got maybe, maybe two tablespoons left. I don't know. Not very much, not very much been killing it. So it's uh, great stuff. And you know, that, the cheese dip that I showed last week, the Arbos, so good. I've used that in recipes. I made my own mac and cheese this week. Um, I made, uh, we did nachos. And I've just been eating it out out of the that that stuff is fantastic. I, I if you didn't see that last week, you you need to. It's it's great great stuff.
0: What is uh Sarbos? Arbo's? Is that available only online, or is that also no? That's...
1: He's he's in retailers. Um, I'll tag him here. Um, he is in. Uh, and he's he's talking to Luke as far as maybe gaining some new distribution, and um, it's it's just. I can't tell you, uh, look at his, look at his, uh, profile. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll have posts where he's been and I'm going to put the link up here as well. Um, I'm trying to multitask, but he's, yeah, he's in, he's in retailers. He's gained distribution and it's, it's great product. He's got three SKUs, very, very good stuff. So.
0: Yeah. I'm always really inspired by entrepreneurs that you just, you can tell they love what they're doing. And whether they become a $100 million brand or a $5 million brand or a $1 million brand, you love what you do. You love what you are passionate about it. And that's all that matters. And I think one thing as entrepreneurs is don't get too attached to results. You know, don't get too attached to what you're seeing on LinkedIn or seeing in the news where brands are doing $30 million a year um, because it's not always realistic what you read. So um, I've been in Genius Juice for nine years and you know passion has got me there it's been very hard but wade has been in the grocery business for I the I long, a long, time a long, long,
1: time. long yes. time a long time a long time a long time
0: he loves what he does i mean he moved across the country
1: for an opportunity yeah. and uh he moved he loved, once. more than once actually
0: more than once yeah because yeah. you're ohio to california
1: well louisiana ohio louisiana to california to north carolina yeah so it kind of like this weird pattern thing going on
0: it's the same kind of zigzag line of being an entrepreneur. It's like it goes, it goes left and right and up and down. Right. Uh, so good stuff. So make sure if you'd like to uh, like to sponsor us, FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. We have a couple openings for January. Not that many. It's, it's uh, filling up very fast. We have some great guests coming up. Um, we have Brad Woodgate coming up in January. We have Will Nitzke with IQ Bar. He's coming up. And several others. So uh, we're going to have guests on here every couple of weeks. If you want to be a guest, reach out to us, FridayVibes100 at gmail.com. Um, Alex,
1: Alex, I'm trying to find, we didn't talk about our, I'm, I'm looking right now, our ongoing sponsor, which I just, right. I just pulled it up. Our ongoing sponsor is V-Driven. And for those of you still tuned in, V-Driven is a CPG partner for emerging purpose-driven brands. They fuel growth and innovation by providing strategies and support in every phase of the retail journey from leadership, coaching, brand management, accounting, sales strategy, day-to-day tactical support. They can be your end-to-end solution for the brand's business needs. I'm going to throw one more in there. I'm going to give them something else that they don't have on here for distributor deductions. They can manage that for you. That's huge. That could literally pay for, an entire person on your team, distributor deductions, they can handle that for you. Their leadership team has decades, and that's not thats not wrong. That's that's legit. A real-life experience in all key areas of the business, and they know what it takes to help brands succeed. So that's V Driven, and I'll put the link in here as soon as I can uh, get it to work here. Uh, VDriven.com, Luke Abbott. Uh, and, and we're going to have him on the show sooner or later, right? Yeah,
0: Luke Abbott's going to be on sometime in January or February. He's the uh, CEO of V Driven and he's a industry veteran. He's been in forever. Yep. Um, and uh, he's really good. So, yeah. And they're just to emphasize again, they're an ongoing sponsor. Uh, they're going to be our sponsor through 2023. They're going to help us in getting a Vibeman admin for Friday Vibes. And uh, we actually went through our first round of interviews uh, yesterday, yep. uh, last night, and uh, we got some good candidates, um, but man, we're, we're, we're picky, you know, we're and, you
1: know, and Plus, it's highly sought after. It's a highly sought after position it to is. work with Alex and I, um, you know, it's, we're, we're trying to narrow it down to at least, you know, 20, 25 people, but uh, we've, we've had hundreds of applications, um, it's been literally a worldwide fanfare of people throwing their name in the hat, but we're getting it down. We've, Alex said, we, we interviewed the first batch yesterday. Um, I don't know. We might have to interview two dozen more before this is said and done, but, uh, we're yep. going to get the right person courtesy of vdriven.com. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to, it's only going to help the show, right? Exactly. I mean, uh, you're, you're
0: understating how many people are applying. I mean, I'm having people, yeah. uh track me down in person, you know, saying, Hey, yeah. is, is there still a position available? Um, right. So I can imagine they're, they're probably tracking you in North Carolina. They're, they're yeah. surrounding you. So yeah, man. And maybe New Zealand might make it into the cut. We don't good know. Night. We're big there. Yep. All right. I think we're good. We're over an hour here. We really appreciate everyone for tuning in. I was actually locked out of my, my Google uh, G Suite account, which is why I just couldn't see anything for this entire episode. I had to go off memory, which is never a good thing when it comes to me. Um, we also have I, I we have Will Nitzky on December thirtieth. We have Allison Kane on January thirteenth. We have Brad Woodgate on January twenty seventh. And then next week's sponsors are Brandjectory and Avanti Press, which is those cool cards you know for the holiday season. Right. Really? Um, are you, uh, so I know, you know, since you can't make, you couldn't make Friday of this week. Yep. What is going on?
1: Keep I'm on. actually headed to, uh, Renee and I are flying out tomorrow, uh, late tomorrow afternoon to Wisconsin uh, to visit my son, who I've not seen since he visited us us here in, my goodness, was that May, give or take? So it's probably been a good six plus months. Um, so we're kind of doing Christmas with him this weekend and in, in beautiful, uh lovely madison wisconsin i'm sure the weather is going to be very accommodating for us so yeah so we're we're doing a wham bam we fly out tomorrow we come back on sunday uh and then we've got a little bit over a week before we fly out to california and head your way nice love it what what, so you're going to be in california
0: so just alerting all the californians the southern californians wade will be in the house
1: i will be in southern california my plan is to i'm probably going to be traveling via the train from san diego to carlsbad we'll be stationed in carlsbad uh not planning on renting a car right now we'll see what happens but uh yeah if you're in the uh san diego carlsbad oceanside area uh come down and say hi yeah i will definitely
0: be making it down there um and uh I'm long overdue to see Jason and Billy at Jimbo's as well. Right on, um, right on. I'm going to,
1: I'm going to twist their arms and make them come up to Carlsbad. I think they want me to come down there, but we'll, we'll figure that out. We've got, we've got time to figure it out. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And uh, I have a golf tournament uh, on Saturday. So we're playing, I'm playing probably the, the most difficult course I've ever played because it's a links style course. I'm, I'm, a lot of people, you know, if you play golf, you know what it means, but there's link style and there's normal style. Lynx is like the old Scotland UK style where the greens are enormous. You can, you can hit it 40 30 yards, right. And still be on the green. And it's extremely fast, extremely fast. Like those are like, you know, when you watch on TV and they're putting 30 yards from the green to the green, like they're, they're putting up the hill, right? That's a link style. It's a very old school style. So I'm playing at the beautiful, I'm I'm being partially, uh, you know, uh, facetious here. The beautiful Skylinks golf course right across from Long Beach Airport on Saturday, a group of like 50 guys are going out there. I I did a practice round there, Wade, where there were helicopters and planes flying over every hole. It's right across from Long Beach Airport. Hmm. I I thought there was a fugitive on the golf course, you know, Um, you know, so the golf course is good. The problem is you, you smell the airline fuel you know, all the time, right? Uh, which is like golf to me is like nature and fresh air. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I kind of uh, debated a little bit. I'm like, do we really want to play at this course? There's a lot. There's more. There's better courses in L.A., but they decided to do Skylink. So wish me luck there tomorrow. If I place in the bottom third, I'll be happy at this point. Um, and there we go. So you got it. You got it, man. All right. So uh, we are uh, out of time. Wade, safe travels. Some uh, really great topics today with Jay Carl's, uh, the, one of the uh, uh, the guests on our show here today. So uh, love you, brother. Take care, Wade. Everyone, we will see you here next Friday back at the normal time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific time, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. And have a wonderful rest of the week.
1: Love you, buddy.